Let me just comment for a minute on that last answer that we got. If you use your calculator, you should get something like 3.62 for the approximation of the answer. Now, the consumer surplus being 3.62, maybe it would make more sense if you got like, you know, 3.6200 or 1,000 or million, depending on the situation. The consumer surplus is defined to be the value to the consumer, the total value to the consumer obtained from paying the equilibrium price compared to a higher price that they might have been willing to pay anyway. For example, the oil industry, right? We, we all kind of need to get to work if we drive. So um, even though the price might be set at an equilibrium price, there are higher prices that we would have to be willing to pay uh, most of us. Now, some people, when, when the prices go up in oil, they find alternate ways to, to get around. So the consumer surplus represents the total value to the consumer that they, have, they get by paying the equilibrium price compared to what they would have to pay higher. So, so 3.62 maybe could be 3.62 million, right? You just, you don't know depending on the units. So that's the consumer surplus for this example. Now the producer surplus is the opposite. If you look at the picture, you might be able to see, just as with the consumer surplus, it was the area above the equilibrium price. The producer surplus is the area between the supply curve and the Y equals equilibrium price. Now this is the value to the producer obtained from paying a higher price than they might have to pay maybe in order to get rid of their inventory or just to get by. So the producer has a surplus here when they, they could have charged a smaller amount for the items than the equilibrium price. And so by charging the equilibrium price, this area represents their value from getting to charge more than maybe they would have um, had to. So now we're going to find that area, the producer surplus. And it's going to go still from 0 to 8. And it's still going to be the top function minus the bottom. If I put a little representative rectangle in there, maybe I should draw a new picture, huh? Here's my um, supply function going over to 8. And this is the square root of 17. So my representative rectangle goes from the top, y equals root 17, down to the bottom, y equals the square root of x plus 9. So the top function is square root 17. The bottom function is square root x plus 9. My area still goes from 0 to 8. So my integral is going to go from 0 to 8. And uh, I have root 17 minus square root x plus 9 all times dx. That's the producer surplus. Now again, we have square roots to deal with. The first one won't be a problem. In fact, we can maybe just do that right away. That's root 17x evaluated from 0 to 8. The second integral is a square root of something more than just x. It's a composite function. It's a composite square root function. So I need to redefine the inside x plus 9 as u. So I make a substitution for x plus 9. Let u equal x plus 9. 
then du is just dx, so this one's easier. And I might as well change my limits of integration so I don't have to deal with them later. If x equals my bottom limit, 0, u equals 0 plus 9, or 9. And if x equals 8, u equals 8 plus 9, or there's that 17 again, right? So this time, my limits go from 9 to 17. So I'm going to go ahead and evaluate that first integral over here. I have root 17x evaluated from 8 to 0. So that's just 8 root 17 minus 0 root 17. So that's just 8 root 17 minus. Now my integral goes, instead of from 0 to 8, it goes from 9 to 17. And I have u to the 1 half power du because du just equaled dx. So I don't have to make any crazy changes. I just have to write this as u to the 1 half and write my limits as 9 to 17. Now when I evaluate this integral, I still have 8 root 17. Then I have minus u to the 1 half plus 2 halves is 3 halves times 2 thirds, evaluated from 9 to 17. So I have 8 root 17 minus 2 thirds, parentheses, just to be safe, 17 to the 3 halves power minus 9 to the 3 halves power. I tried to help us out a little bit by putting the 9 and the 25 in those square roots, but there's, it's kind of hard to get around that 17 sometimes. So I've got this 8 root 17 minus 2 thirds. And again, try to do this on your own. 17 to the 3 halves power is 17 root 17 minus 9 to the 3 halves power. Try to do that one on your own. I'm sure you can. 9 to 3 halves, the 1 half power of 9 is 3, 3 cubed, 27. So at this point, we notice we do have another root 17 in two places, so we are going to want to combine those to simplify. Yes, you could get out your calculator, but you know why deny yourself this wonderful experience of simplifying? So we have root 17 and another root 17. I need to distribute that negative 2 thirds in there. So I'm going to have 8 root 17 minus 2 times 17 is 34 thirds times root 17. And then I have minus 2 thirds times negative 27 is positive 54 thirds. So there we've got our two like radicals together. And when we combine them, let's think of the 8 root 17 as 24 thirds root 17. And then we have minus 34 thirds root 17. We'll combine those in the next step, plus 54 thirds. And actually, if you add up 5 and 4, you get 9. And 9 plus 3, sorry, 9 is divisible by 3, so 54 is. If you put 3 into 5, you get 1 with 2 left over. It's 18. So I have 24 thirds minus 34 thirds is negative 10 thirds root 17 plus 18. Then you get out your calculator, and because this is supposed to represent an area, and we, as the people evaluating the area, are supposed to set up the integral correctly, we hope and pray that this answer is positive, right, because it's an area. So when I plug this in, negative 10 thirds root 17 plus 54 thirds, or 18, I get 4.3 approximately, or approximately 4.26. 
Now, again, it may make more sense to think of this in terms of like big numbers, right? Like a millions. So 4.3 million, maybe, is the total value to the producer for getting to charge the equilibrium price, which is higher than what the producer might be willing to sell it at. So this is the total value to the producer. 4.26 could be million dollars, thousand dollars, maybe dollars itself, right? If we're talking, I don't know, what are we selling, Q-tips or something? Even those are expensive. So something like 4.26 million, maybe will make sense, more than the actual number itself. And that's how you find producer surplus. Now, with a lot of applications, the aside from some sticky numbers in places, the hardest part really is understanding what, um, what the concepts are. My part here is to just kind of give you the calculus that you need so that when you move on to maybe another business or economics class, you'll have the calculus at your disposal, and you'll have seen the problem, and then you can go into much more depth on what it means and how to use it.